Axis Mundi. You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi. I'm faculty at the University of San Francisco. Our show is hosted in a partnership with the CAP Center at UCSB. I'm joined today by my co-host. I'm Dan Miller, Associate Professor of Religion and Social Thought at Landmark College. Uh, it's always nice to see you, Brad. Yeah, good to see you. We're heading into that uh, that sort of part of the, the fall, the autumn, where uh, you know your part of the, the country is really reveling in autumn colors. And here in California, we're praying for for rain of any kind and uh students are kind of getting a little tired and a little you know into the teeth of of the semester maybe your your kids are in school and people are feeling that too so anyway all right today dan we're going to talk about uh we're going to check in on maga nation and it's probably worse than you all think uh so we'll we'll tell you about that going to talk about more school district stuff and some uh attempted uh, <laughs> weirdness about how people are teaching the Holocaust and books and all kinds of things. And then we'll talk about the Supreme Court and the, the, the politicization of that and, and uh, Justice Alito's defensiveness, all related to, to many issues surrounding uh, uh, issues in our public square at the moment. So, Dan, I'll, I'll let you lead it off. Um, you know, our good friend Steve Bannon was subpoenaed to talk to the January 6th Select Committee. And lo and behold, what happened? Yeah, so Bannon, uh, that people will love, a person we all deeply love and admire uh, and cherish, uh, Bannon. Um, and I think it's worth pointing out the Bannon who long ago made a big deal about how, you know, he was a kind of economic nationalist, had nothing to do with race, had nothing to do with with uh, identity politics and so forth. I want people to just sort of stick that in their pocket for a minute because we're going to pull it back out in a few minutes. But yeah, he was sub- subpoenaed by the House Select Committee. Um and is resisting that and has made clear he has no intention of appearing to testify. And so they've they've threatened to actually hold him in contempt of Congress, um, which, you know, I guess for some of us probably doesn't sound like that big a deal, but it's, it's sort of a relatively big, you know, sort of rhetorical stick to swing. Um, I'm, I'm glad that they're doing that. I'm glad that they subpoenaed him. I'm glad that they're not. Uh, this is predictable, but I think legitimate that the Biden administration declined to protect all these people on the grounds of executive privilege and so forth. Um, the interesting thing, though, is that there, you know, there's a line of thinking that says that, you know, this is despite the fact that I think it's something that has to happen, that MAGA Nation will like this for a couple reasons. One. They will do what, and if people have watched Trump and they've watched the the Trumpites, uh, the Trumpers for years, they know that they do this. They take whatever it is that they do, and then they accuse somebody of doing it, right? So they will accuse the House Select Committee of politicizing this process of of you know, just we'll we'll wait for the word witch hunt uh, to appear uh, and to to be trotted back out. Um, and so there's concern that this will energize uh, the Trump base, and it, it might well do so. The other thing, this is the, the more concerning thing for me, is I've read things are like, so what, what does Congress actually do, right? If somebody decides not to appear, like, great, we hold you in contempt, but what does it actually do? And it, it, there's some lack of clarity about that, especially for me as a layperson. But my bigger concern about this is one of the things that Trump laid really bare in, you know, four years as president and his time before and since is how much 
of our democratic system is set up on on intangible norms and shared values and custom and habit and not sort of legal protections and so forth. And there are those who think that what this will do is just turn into yet another way to kind of shred the authority of any kind of oversight, of congressional oversight, um, that if, if Bannon just sticks to it and says, I'm absolutely not going to appear before a congressional subcommittee, I'm not going to take the fifth, I'm not going to do any of the things I could do to appear there and protect myself, um, that it will just sort of further highlight that and further erode the trust in those institutions. So I, I think that that's a, a serious concern. What's more significant, though, I think, is is the Bannon MAGA love fest uh, that has developed over time. And this is why it'll turn into a rallying cry. So I want to throw it back to you because you've got some of this because our friend Bannon hasn't just been hidden away, like, you know, quietly having his attorneys send missives to Congress. He is, you know, hip deep in wading through MAGA muck and, and loving every minute of it. So so fill, fill us in on that because it's going to take us back to. Our favorite topic, right? Uh, January sixth. Well, and all of this relates to January sixth because, right? He's being he's being subpoenaed by the J six Select Committee, the January sixth Select Committee. Okay, and so uh, according to many reports, Bannon is the one who was in the ear of Trump, who was really riling him up uh, to sort of rely on this mix of uh, a legal strategy that he was getting from lawyers from the Claremont Institute and other places. And the mob. I mean, Bannon is really the one who was trying to put in Trump's ear that if you had the power of the mob, that there would be a way to use that to uh, put pressure on Congress and Pence and others to overthrow the election. Let me stop for a minute, Dan, before because what I want to get to is Bannon appeared the other night at a rally for a gubernatorial candidate in Virginia. And that rally is is going to become even more infamous in a minute when we explain what happened there. Before we do, I just want to stop and say, what is executive privilege? Because you, you're going to hear that. And Uncle Ron may throw that out to you at, at the barbecue this weekend, okay? So I'm looking at a, a doc from, from Cornell Law School, the Legal Information Institute there. And it says, executive privilege is the power of the president and other officials in the executive branch to withhold certain forms of confidential communication from the courts and the legislative branch. Okay, so certain forms of confident, confidential communication can be held back. The argument that somebody could make is that there are times when the president's communications should not be public and they should not even be shared with uh, the legislative branch, people in Congress, people in the Senate, blah, blah, blah. Okay. There is, though, Dan, room for debate. It's not just a unilateral legal category, right? Does everybody remember that office episode where like Michael Scott stood up and yelled, I am bankrupt? Okay. And like Oscar, the accountant, had to say, Michael, you, you can't just stand up and declare I am bankrupt. Like you, you have to go through the legal like process and fill out the paperwork. It, you don't just yell I am bankrupt. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. It'll take you like two clicks, I promise. In addition to getting access to this episode, You'll have access to the entire Swag archive, over 550 episodes. You'll also get an extra episode every month, ad-free listening, Discord access, and so much more. All that for less than six bucks a month, and it helps us keep our flag up and continue to safeguard democracy from religious nationalism, extremism, and rising authoritarianism. Check it out. It's not hard, I promise. 